according to rhymezone.com. <laughs> really? No, there's really nothing else that doesn't end in the word thing. Like, it just says the thing. Or, yeah. Something. Thing. Something, nothing. Uh, that's One it. One thing. thing. I mean, unless you start saying, like, bling. What a, what a, what a, what an upsetting, what an upsetting phrase. Tony Khan, I'm blaming you. This is the Troop Brothers, Troop Brothers Wrestling Podcast, live and in person. My name's Cameron Osborne. His name's Mike Stu Shepard. Yeah. And, uh, like we, I, I mean, like we said, I was feverishly looking for a rhyme for the word nothing. Uh, cause Double or Nothing is this weekend. Double or Nothing three, four. We're not numbering our pay-per-views here in, uh, in AEW. No, nope. not like Mania. You know, we don't have our double. This isn't double or nothing. Three. <laughs> no, they just go by the year, I guess. Uh, but that's. I mean, Vince McMahon. He hates the numbers. He cut them out from WrestleMania. So yeah, I mean, if you don't start to begin with, people can't get mad when you take them away. So I guess <laughs> yeah, that's, that's your fault, Vince. <laughs> we have a big week of wrestling action. Everything uh, leading up to that show, Rampage Dynamite. There's a Rampage happening tonight. There's a Rampage happening. Probably at like twelve forty-five in the <laughs> yeah, afternoon. Yeah, a couple hours ago. For all I know, uh, last week's edition of Rampage was five thirty p.m. Yeah, they have been uh, all over the place lately. But uh, pay-per-views locked in the Sunday night, eight o'clock. That's Scro- not going getting to- screwed around <laughs> with this uh, with these sports highlights. So gets it. Uh, let's kick off the show. Let's kick off the show the way that we always do, um, which is by crowning a brand new Tweet of the Week champion. <laughs> It's the Tweet of the Week. It's the Tweet of the Week. Uh, Of course, the most illustrious um, belt in uh, all of professional wrestling. Now, I'm not sure, actually, if this... um, I feel like they have to be at least a one-time Tweet of the Champion, but they are not. This is their inaugural time. We're talking to Matt Cardona. Hmm. Yeah. Formerly... I mean, Z- uh, Zack Ryder? Yeah. Is that what his name was? Yeah, that was his WWE name. And, I mean, he was the internet champion. So for how active he is on Twitter, it's yeah, pretty surprising. It's pretty surprising now that I'm actually just kind of searching the document here. No, but, uh, so, of course, last week we were talking about the Sasha Banks, Naomi stuff. It's been all over. It's been all over oh, the yeah. place. Lots of more. <laughs> Lots more I'm, uh, Naomi could have very easily won Tweet League Champion this week when she removed anything that associated herself with WWE from her Twitter bio. Yeah, it's, it's kind a of a, it's a back and forth. WWE removed all their merch from the shop, so she's like, all right, well, you're out here. Uh, Sasha's just having a good time. People post a video or she was like a Steve Aoki concert just partying just having, having a good time she's living her best <laughs> life uh, but this week's yeah so this week's um, Tweet League Champion Matt Cardona uh, tweeted out if I, could, if I could go back in time the night I was pushed off the stage in a wheelchair on Raw I should have walked into Johnny Ace's office put my neck brace on the table and walked out because I wasn't being respected enough as internet champion yeah, and Mike, you just you 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 just uh you just kind of brought a little attention to that. So this is something I'd never heard of before. Oh, I mean, it's not a real title. Yeah, I mean, he invented it. He just created it. Uh, so, but I mean, it was in WWE 2K. Put it in the, their video game. So is it, has... it more or less legitimate than the FTW Championship? Less. Less. <laughs> Slightly <laughs> less, because it's never so, been defended on TV or so anything. So it's kind of it's like, like it's like the BTE. Championship. Yeah, pretty much the BTE championship. Uh, but more people, but not, but more people want it. 
<laughs> yeah, more people want the BTE type. Um, this is, uh, yeah, but and, and I mean, the, it's... The, the, so the photo you posted with it was, I guess, Kane pushed him off the stage. Yeah. I feel like this was in the middle of the time when Raw had those weekly uh, hosts. Around there, yeah. This was like What's a few the... weeks before. It was actually Daniel Bryan had won his first world title. CM Punk was in the middle of his big reign. Dolph Ziggler was a champ, and then Zack Ryder wins a title. So everyone's like, wow, they're listening. Everyone's, they're picking all these good wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> and then Zack Ryder's pushed last for like a month. Never wins uh, much again. And they dropped the ball on him. For a while, he was getting cheered over The Rock. Like The Rock was there. They were chanting, we want Ryder. That's no, really? So for a couple of months, he was the a, hottest guy. A missed opportunity. In all of wrestling, yeah. Well, Zack Ryder, well, congratulations. Uh, you're finally coming. <laughs> he has a bunch of championships right now. Yeah. And a bunch of those kind of independent promotions that I don't know. I think he has like one NWA in... NWA. He has one in Impact, NWA. So congratulations. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Matt Cardona for adding Twilio Champion to that list. I think uh, I think we'll see him back in WWE one day. You think so? I think this is... He's rebuilding his brand. He's doing like what Cody Rhodes did. Not... As big as stars, Cody. Of course. But. Well, if Cody Rhodes has shown us, right, you know, but I think when I, if, if a guy like Zack Ryder, if someone goes back post name change, uh, do we think, what, what do we, what do we think the standard kind of is? Like, hypothetically. Uh, they probably let him decide, like, do you want to be Zack or do you want to be Matt? But, ah, uh, they probably say Zack because we own Zack in here. <laughs> we own Zack Ryder already. Oh, wait, I'm not talking with the mic. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That. Hypothetically, Moxley comes back. He's Moxley. I think he's the kind of guy who would be yeah. like this one. I mean, he, Hypothetically, Brian Danielson comes back. He's probably Daniel Bryan. They're crazy. I, like. I mean, it's like... Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's weird. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, congratulations, Cardona. Cardona, let's kick off our wrestling week. Um, all of our wrestling action. Let's, uh, let's go back in time a little bit. Um, because we have a big episode of SmackDown. Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It uh, used to be on Tuesday, but then uh, I think it was on Friday before, though. No, no, wait. They used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we got the big unification match, so uh, Bloodline come out to start the show. Just kind of cut a little promo on that. Roman expects the Usos to deliver, but... Then we go to the in-ring action. Sami Zayn takes on Nakamura. Sami Zayn now full out coming out with the bloodline. Yeah, he's doing got the shirt the on. Uso dance too. He's kind of trying to do <laughs> this like, you know, this vibe thing. Yeah, I love Anything it. Anything Sami Zayn does, he does with a hundred percent commitment. They, I hope they let him in the group fully. Why the hell not? Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, he's taking on Nakamura here. Which was once a, a five star match in NXT in my books, maybe not in Meltzer's, but these two had a like a one v one. Yeah, an NXT amazing match, but this one wasn't quite Check uh, it out. as a, much of a blockbuster. But yeah, good stuff here. Uh, they're fighting outside. Sammy hits a Michinoku driver on the floor, which uh, almost gets Nakamura knocked out, but he rolls back in the ring just in time, and then I think. Uh, yeah, he ends up hitting Sammy with it. And Sasha gets the win. So, But no, it ended up being a pretty good match. One of uh, 
yeah, Nakamura. I guess Nakamura. We haven't even seen in a while, so. I definitely <laughs> seen on, uh, yeah, with with Boogs gone and out, plans changed. Yeah. Remember we had that stare down with Roman. We thought that would be the next match, and now. Uh, I mean, hope. I mean, he beat Sammy here, so hopefully he's working know, his way up the chain. Hell in a Cell is our next thing, right? If he if if Roman didn't have a match at whatever the last uh, whatever the last one was, uh, well, they did that six man tag, but yeah, he's not defending his title for whatever yeah. reason. Yeah, let it let him do that, and why not? Why not Shinsuke? No, why not? That'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, Corbin comes out for some happy talk. He's got the Andre the Giant trophy. Cuts a promo, just insulting the crowd and Madcap. And uh, yeah, then he proceeds to destroy the uh, the Andre the trophy. The blatant disrespect. Yeah, just... Towards not only the performer, <laughs> the legend, but the, but the man. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he uh, but he broke it perfectly in such a way that the top just snapped off. So he took DeAndre with him. So mm-hmm. you just carry that around now. Should wear it as a chain. That'd be kind of cool. That'd be heavy, but cool. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, so yeah, he walks off with that, and then we saw Gunther take on Drew Gulak, and just a quick, easy squash there for the ring general. Uh, yeah. So just more of that from Gunther. Yeah, still, no real um, feud yet for him. Nothing yet, you know the uh, the classic bring him up and let him cool <laughs> uh, thing. He's still looking great though. He's looking great every single still week. Looking he's good. looking I mean, great. Yeah, he's great looking better shape. and better every week. Yeah, whatever whatever he's done, it's working. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we go backstage. We see L.A. Knight introduce himself to Adam Pierce, but uh, he's now known as Max Dupree. So uh, you know, you, I imagine there was a like a situation where you uh, <laughs> just like showed up to school one day, or let's say like leaving between elementary school and high school. Yeah. Right. Show up first day of grade nine, and people come up to you and like, "Hey, Mike," and you're like, "No, <laughs> it's Alexander." <laughs> like, oh, you're going by your middle name now? You're like, "No, no, no. My new name is Alexander." Wanabi. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, no, 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 no. But like, for, for attendance purposes, your name's Mike Shepard. You're like, I'm Alexander Wanabi. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. Max Dupree. It's not. It's it a, sounds, it sounds as. Sounds like French or something. Yeah, like Max Dupree. Yeah. George Maximilian. La Baguette. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not LA Knight at all. So yeah, it's... LA Knight was a cool name. What was yeah. his name? Uh, before Eli um, Drake, Indies. that was yeah, his like pre- they already owned LA Knight, right? So why didn't they just keep that? I heard somebody else got a name change. Um, fucking uh, Imperium, Fabian Aikner. Oh yeah, got yeah. a change to something else German sounding, but then got it changed again, like changed the spelling <laughs> of it. It was one of those words where it's like a W but pronounced like a V. Yeah, and then they changed it to the V. Just to make it easier. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Max Dupree, he lets Adam Pierce know that uh, he's starting up a male model agency. Maximum, maximum male models. So that's what he's... This is so not LA Knight. Like, what is this? A male model? Fucking run? I don't know. It's weird. He's the... Yeah, I guess know, he's not LA Knight, though, so that's... He he's, a new, he's a new guy. It's a new, it's a new gimmick. Yeah. He's a whole new man in front of our eyes. Uh, yeah, but LA Knight, the gimmick worked. We knew he was going to get called up sooner rather than later, but unfortunately he's getting called up with this. He's getting the butch treatment. The butch! 
Uh, Butch is later on this show. Yeah, but another know. call up. See, this one only really got a slight change. Raquel Rodriguez. She's pretty much. The well, exact same unfortunately, stuff. you know what Vince said was something just like Gonzalez Rodriguez. What's the yeah. difference? <laughs> they all jumped the wall. Yeah, pretty <laughs> something much like that. <laughs> uh, so this one had a slight, maybe more like a negative connotation, but yeah, that's right. You're talking. Uh, Raquel Rodriguez and Shotzi, another name change. Yeah, uh, took her name away, took her tank away, give her that tank back. But I guess she's a heel. So I think her and uh, also another name change, Aaliyah. I think would have been arguing backstage. Julia have a name change. I think she's always just been Aaliyah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, someone backstage has told Raquel to just smile because that's too much on her way down to the ring. They're just like. She never did that in NXT. No, she never did. I think... Uh, <laughs> I've heard that's a Vince McMahon. He wants his baby face to smile. He's like, smile, damn it. That's how we. That's how they know you're... <laughs> yeah, pretty <laughs> that's much. That's how they know you're so, a good guy. <laughs> other than that, she's pretty much the She almost has like that Ronda smile. Yeah. That, exactly. remember, or like Ronda first run smile. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember that one. Um, just... But anyway, the match was okay. Shotzi... Puts up a good fight, but Raquel just takes over, hits her chingola bomb to get the win. And uh, this is in a... Did Lacey Evans move over to SmackDown? She moved over to Raw. So, they... so who's our top Who's our top babyface? Ro- Ronda Rousey's the top babyface on SmackDown? It's supposed to be. Okay. That... And All who's right. our top heel? I guess, well, Charlotte's out, mm-hmm. so... Temporarily, <laughs> yeah. Temporarily, I—I uh, uh, I don't know then. Who especially it's, without like Sasha, Natalia, Shayna Baszler. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Raquel. I think Raquel Rodriguez. Gonna have to learn to say it, but I feel like uh, I don't know. I feel like she has the pot- potential to kind of like jump up the card. She could quickly, but they—they'll uh, have to make her stop smiling. They want to make her a top heel. <laughs> yeah, Raquel um, Ronda, you know. Yeah, that would be fun. It'd be a, it'd be a tough match for uh, Michael Cole on the commentary team, constantly <laughs> saying Ronda Rousey, Raquel Gonzalez. Yeah. Raquel Rodriguez. I See, I just said it right there. <laughs> uh, then we got Xavier Woods taking on Butch. Butch. Butch was looking pretty good here, but then all of a sudden Xavier catches him with those grape-flavored backwoods. Gets a three count. That roll up. Um, what did I hear? It was Pat McAfee's on this thing. He had said uh, he was calling them Fight Night. Calling what Fight Night? Uh, the 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 group of these of oh, these dudes. Oh yeah, yeah. The uh, Butch, Sheamus, and Ridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fight he was Night. Them fight Night. Just Fight Night. That's what I heard. Yeah, I feel like they can't own that. Um, <laughs> but I mean, sure, it's a name. Groups, mm-hmm. groups should have names. <laughs> yeah, they should have names, and they should they should have names. One song, yeah, similar attire, and a consistent entrance. I think that's on. That's honestly the most important part of a faction is the entrance. And then we got Michael Cole talking about the situation. Uh, Mike, that, the situation? No, not not uh, not that Mike. Not the situation. This is Michael Cole talking about uh, the walkout that mm-hmm. happened on Raw with Sasha and Naomi and uh, says they let us all down. They walked off the show disappointing millions of fans and their fellow superstars. And because of their actions, they have been suspended indefinitely. And we're going to have a tournament to crown the new 
women's tag champs. So they're gone. So yeah, this uh, it's not. Uh, they might never be back in WWE. <laughs> so what? Sasha gets ninety days. Uh, or, mean, is this a, now, or is this gonna... a classic They hold on to their contracts So they can't work anywhere else They'll probably hold on to it for a little while But eventually yeah. Because like, you, gotta, you gotta think especially Somebody like Sasha Banks Is probably making a lot of money Like oh, too yeah. much to not Get what you're paying for Out of that yeah. um, So it's only a matter of time uh, Until Sasha's in AEW under under a new name, <laughs> but we all so. get it. Ah, yeah, that'd be that would Sasha be Boss. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, yeah. Ruby Riot, Ruby real, Amber, her real Soho. Like Mercedes, something. We already have. Yeah, but I know we already have Mercedes. We are. We, there's a Mercedes already, but I think something like Sasha Boss. Yeah. <laughs> something like. I'm calling that. it here. Write down the day that this happened when uh, Sasha Banks premieres on the <laughs> Indies. I'm I'm gonna write it on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then you had the main event, the tag title unification match that we've been waiting a couple months for at this point, I think. Mm-hmm. So, RK Bro, the Usos, we're finally here. Are we going to get a conclusive ending? We'll see. But, uh, yeah, match is going good. The crowd's hot. Uh, as per usual, Rizzle, Riddle is kind of getting isolated and uh, selling a back injury. And so the Usos go on the roll, but then Randy gets the hot tag and hits an RKO on Jimmy. Uh, but that gets broken up. And, uh, yeah, what is it? At one point, uh, Riddle and Jay, they both go up to the top rope. Riddle's trying to hit a super RKO, but then Heyman uh, jumps on one side of the ring, so the ref's dealing with him. And that's when Reigns uh, knocks Riddle off, and Jay hits the Uso splash, gets the win. So the Usos have won the uh, unified tank titles. The Both the Raw and SmackDown... They're not one. They're still two. Yeah, they're carrying both belts. Just like Roman. Uh, wow. So six belts between three men now. And uh, yeah, they celebrate. They continue to beat down RK mm-hmm. Bro. Uh, they set Riddle up on the announce table. And the Uso hits the big splash off the top rope through the table. So big bump there. Riddle's dead. Uh, and this was hilarious after when they were cutting to the crowd. Shots of these kids. Did you see them? They were like, one was crying, one had his hands in front of his face. Like he was praying. <laughs> like, he was please, doing prayer hands. He was doing of... prayer hands. Like uh, this was amazing. How concerned these kids were. So, look, look, yeah, fun ending. Uh, Bloodline hold up their six belts to end the show. I'm really. I'm just given the result. I'm just think I'm surprised that this didn't happen at a uh, at backlash. Yeah, I don't know why they did that. Six. Because yeah, I guess because the Usos are the best tag team in WWE, and there's a lot of great tag teams on the planet, <laughs> you know. And and WWE is trying to get the Usos to that level, I think. Right? Uh, like FTR level over. Yeah, I mean, I think they're already there. Mm-hmm. Like maybe not as quite as good as workers, but I think they're just as over. But I don't know. Either way, match was fine. Who knows how long they'll keep the belts together. Yeah. Yeah, and even those things with pay-per-view, and there was a couple matches on this week's Dynamite that gave me that same vibe of, like, this with no commercials would have been sick. Yeah, it would have been better on a pay-per-view. Sometimes you can always tell, or, you know, (laughs) sometimes you can always tell. Yeah, you heard me say that. Uh, You know, if if there's that moment in the match where you're like, wait, why is this, why is it kind of flowing this way? You're like, oh, shit. 
I forgot we're in a commercial. <laughs> and then we come back. Uh, but yeah, that's that's how we close out the show. Yeah, like you said, six six belts, three men. Was that was that math right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Fantastic. Let's move over to our our other Friday night show. Um, as we continue to build a double or nothing, we're talking about some AW Rampage. 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 Um, nothing on the line. I think we have uh, an Owen Hart tournament classic championship. Yeah, we're really packing those. those. We're really packing those in yeah. uh, as we head down the stretch. But the show kicks off actually with some in-ring action. Six-man tag. House of Black taking on Evil Uno. Uh, Preston Vance, number ten, Fuego del Sol. Um, in a, do we not have enough Dark Order members now? We can't even do a full Dark Order team. Yeah, like where was uh, Silver? Got Alex Reynolds. I heard yeah. one of them left. Alan Angels, he's gone. I th- uh, Alan Angels is gone. I think Stu Grayson is gone oh, as well. Okay, maybe it was that one I'm yeah. thinking of then. Yeah. Uh, but either way, the House of Black taking on these three, uh, this motley crew of <laughs> men. I mean, yeah, though, but on Dark Order though, they've really like a year or two ago, they were one of the top. Most over groups in the company. Now you don't even see them as a collective unit. Uh, it's so odd. Uh, yeah, it's one of these tough. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's one of these things where how do you get somebody who can replace Bro- replace Brody Lee? But then also, surely there was somebody they could have made it. You know, us as fans would have understood. I think everyone would have been on the same page. You know, Dark Order gets a new leader. We're like, yeah, yeah we understand. Yeah, let's keep going. Uh, anyways, yeah, the House of Black dominate. Most of the match, and Brody uh, picks up Uno and hits this Gonzo bomb, which is an awesome-looking move. It was like a, a power bomb that turns into a pile driver. Really cool. Gets them to win. So uh, they celebrate, and then the Death Triangle run out, and they've got something hidden under a black curtain. And at first, the lump on it, I thought it was like a title belt. I'm like, oh, the six-man tag belts. They're bringing those in. Uh, but then Penta lifts the sheet. It's just a tombstone that says... House of Black. Very Undertaker thing to do. Very Undertaker thing <laughs> like to do. 1996 Undertaker. Uh, too bad. The six-man tag. That could have been it. I mean, maybe a little surprise at the pay-per-view. Just pull up Tony Khan will come out with the titles. Yeah. Why well, He's like, guys, you guys have been <laughs> arguing for a long enough time. I figured I would. Uh, I figured I would do this. Yeah. Um, we didn't see. Uh, we didn't see Julia Hart. She was not there. Yeah, on this occasion. You know, um, like as if she's like watching from the shadows, and then the camera out of the corner of the camera kind of catches her. Like, wait, is that? And then Excalibur says, is that "Julia Hart, looking, look, on looking in the uh, in, in in the crowd." Yeah. The AEW universe. I've never <laughs> Magic Excalibur saying the AEW universe. <laughs> That's something Jericho would say. <laughs> yeah, I bet sports entertainer Jericho. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then we had Sean Spears taking on Big Damo, making his AEW debut here. We knew him as Killian Dane back in the WWE. Five star match, Killian Dane. <laughs> yeah, never forget that. Uh, never forget. It's on his resume. Uh, normally, I hate Jericho on commentary, but I laughed 
during this match here when he said, look at the sweater he's got on. <laughs> I had to laugh at that one because, yeah, this man is hairy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he was looking pretty good, moving quick for a big man. But Spears cuts him off, hits the C4, gets the win. So uh, not the debut he wanted for Damo. No, I think, uh, I think yeah, the updated look on the guy uh it kind of less kind of softened the crowd reaction yeah the shaved head i think like threw the, everyone off like it, when he first came out no one really noticed then after a little while there was like oh yeah exactly kind of like as as the camera kind of zooms in on him then you you would look up on the jumbotron and you'd see yeah. like, oh see shit is that killing it yeah. <laughs> the hairy shoulders <laughs> like oh, okay. uh yeah. where at least like uh big casts you you know you, you yeah see, he's pretty you easy. saw W Martin, you, you he's pretty recognizable just because he's yeah tall massive, and greasy thin hair <laughs> greasy thin the old Baron Corbin yeah uh, then we had the Owen Hart first round match Red Velvet taking on Chris Statlander it was supposed to be Hikaru Shida but uh, Statlander replaced her but I mean. It's kind of ridiculous. She wasn't even in the tournament to begin with. Hmm. She's as good a choice as any. And, uh, yeah, looking good here. Still pretty similar style of moves, but less silliness, you know, less of the – she's not doing the nose booping, that whole alien stuff. More uh, like a serious performer. Yeah, just more of a wrestler. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, she's doing some strong style stuff. She picks up Red Velvet, presses her above her head with one arm, like Bianca Belair style. So big strength. Uh yeah, so the crowd's rooting for Statlander, and Red Velvet's fighting dirty. She's got the baddies at ringside. They're interfering. Who are now seem to be like an official Yeah, they're unit. growing, I think. They've moved up, they, not only kind of on the TV time, but in, lit, in literal rows of the seats. Yeah. They started a few rows further back, and now they are right where the action is. Yeah, at first they were like... The equivalent of Andre Chase's little cheerleading section. Exactly. Just kind of <laughs> off in the corner, you know, nothing to it. But now they are right there in the action. Yeah. So back to the action. Velvet hits her finisher, the final slice, which is a bit of a convoluted move and too much. Statlander kicks out and uh, she ends up looking for the Big Bang Theory, which they renamed the Friday Night Fever for whatever reason. And, uh, okay. Red Velvet counters that, though, with a roll-up, but then Statlander counters it with a roll-up of her own. Holds her down, gets the three, so Statlander advances to the semifinals. Statlander. Yeah, I loved it. I thought this was uh, maybe one of the best matches of the Owen so far. Uh, you got to book them on. Book Statlander on TV more. She should be one of your top I think that's, pl- that's the point. The gimmick changed. We're, we're booking uh, her now. Yeah, I hope so. Keep going. But she wasn't even in the tournament. This was a mistake. This was a happy accident. That's how it works. Not, it's not a happy accident. It's been booked since day one. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I mean, Sheeta was tweeting. Sheeta was tweeting some things, but uh, anyways, everyone's uh, tweeting it these everyone's. days. Scorpio Sky, Ethan Page, Adam Lambert. No, Dan Lambert. Dan. Yeah, Adam Lambert <laughs> uh, was on American Idol. <laughs> yeah, not the singer. Uh, Dan Lambert comes out for his promo. They're talking about Sammy and Ty. Sammy appears on the screen. He's got the TNT title. And at this point, I forget if he's even the champion or not. I have no idea who's the champion. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, wait, no, he stole it. Uh, and he's threatening to smash it with a sledgehammer if they don't give them the mixed tag match they want. Lambert says no. So Sammy smashes it to pieces. And then hands, he hands the hammer over to Kazarian, who smashes it some more while Sammy and Ty just make out in the background. 
Ouch. Yeah. Ouch. <laughs> uh, but at the very least, they're going to introduce new titles on Rampage tonight. Or Scorpio. Yeah, Sanders. an actual like new design. And I'm sure Sami Zayn, nope, Sami Guevara is going to <laughs> like interrupt halfway through the thing. Probably. Yeah, it's too bad. It's too bad. This belt needs uh, just a whole... F- like a one eighty, just away a one eighty. From this whole group of people. Yeah, Tony Khan should just walk up and go, "You guys are both horrible. I'm taking this," and yeah. then give it to and you just turn around and give it to Andy, the first person he sees <laughs> in the back, and be like, "Hey, okay, great, you're the new champion." Uh, the main event of Rampage, you had the Blackpool Combat Club take on Dante Martin and Matt Seidel. Just a fun match here. Bunch of different styles at play. Uh, maybe Matt Seidel's biggest match here in AEW, hmm. getting the main event spot. And yeah, him and Martin, just great athleticism, jumping all over the place, flipping to the floor. and uh, It ends up coming down to Dante and Brian. Brian hits a big double underhook suplex off the top rope and then gets the label lock applied. But, uh, yeah, he ends up getting out of that. And then I think... Uh, yeah, Moxley comes in and ends up hitting a paradigm shift to get the win. But great match. Uh, afterwards, the Jericho Society attack and there's a big brawl. Well, I think but. the big news. I think honestly, the biggest news from the from the match was that uh, after the match, throughout the ensuing uh, outbreak, uh, Brian Danielson gets his leg caught oh, yeah. between <laughs> the ring and the ramp. Yeah. And it's one of those funny things, too. Initially, so his leg kind of falls down to just above the knee, I'd say. Mm -hmm. Um, And then whoever's beaten down on him, it's fucking Hager or something, doesn't quite clue in that he should stop beating on him. So he kind of gives him a couple more, like, uh, 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 (laughs) foot stomps. And then you can see in the replay, you can see Brian Danielson say something like, enough, enough, enough. And, like, put his (laughs) hand up and, like, an I'm out thing. (laughs) And then Hager, whoever it is, fucking turns. I was like, oh, that beats down on Moxley or whatever it is. Yeah, it was a weird thing. Apparently, he was in there for like 10 minutes. People yeah, and the, the footage, footage, the fucking, uh, it's like Aubrey and John Moxley trying to like, yeah, like pull the ramp away <laughs> like, from what the are you ring. Trying to do right now? <laughs> um, but it also just, it also just raised the question, you know, how, how did this happen? Well, where's uh, the shoot meter on this? <laughs> where's the shoot meter on this? Because Brian's such a good worker, he could. This could be a plant spot. And you know what's funny about that is that <laughs> it, it, it would kind of do two things. It would kind of like one give us uh, for the match that we're gonna get uh, on Sunday. Give kind of like a you know a weakness, mm-hmm. like oh that injured knee that got caught between the ramp, you know something yeah. to work over. Or two, it's completely doesn't mean anything doesn't make a difference and they're just seeing how much they can fuck with us like how much how much can we put in this how much can we do and what will they think will they can we make it look real yeah I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. You know, That's sh- the thing. I don't know if it was real or not. I was not sure. Shoot meter could be flying on this. <laughs> uh, I think either way, we're going to see him on Sunday in the match. Uh, oh, yeah. he's, he's, he's fine. Exactly. If he can recover from two, three neck replacements. The whole neck, <laughs> by the way, not just the individual discs. <laughs> he said uh, yeah. three necks. Uh, this one came from a pig, I think. <laughs> yeah, he's getting cloned. Cloned pig necks. Uh, that's why he's <laughs> vegan. You know, he kind of has to counter it out. Uh, that was our edition of Rampage. Uh, did anything happen throughout the weekend? Any wrestling action that you heard about? 
Um, no, I don't think so. No, me neither. So let's kick our way through the weekend and bring ourselves over to um, our Monday night edition of wrestling. Of course, we're talking Monday Night Raw. Let's get raw. <laughs> Starting off with Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle give a solo coming up by himself. Yeah, microphone I mean, in hand. I thought he was the one that took the worst of the beating on SmackDown, mm-hmm. but uh, no, Randy's not here, and uh, we see a very rare, a somber looking Riddle. He's got a heavy heart. Uh, he has no smile on his face whatsoever. No. Um, yeah, he's talking about you know the last couple of years they've been hard for Randy and. The last couple of months, even even though RK Bro has been having the time of their life, Randy's been having a tough time. And, uh, Riddle, he was actually, he seemed like he was getting a little emotional here, like maybe a little choked up. I was like, is this real? <laughs> so uh, the the lines are blurred all over the place right now. And yeah, he says Randy last week before their title match, he could barely walk backstage. So he's been fighting hurt, I guess. And uh, but Riddle knew that. He wouldn't let him down because of how much it meant. The crowd gives a big applause. and uh, He says, you know, we lost to the Usos, but for them to win the way they did with Roman's help, and uh, that guy's nothing but a tribal piece of trash, and I'm going to get vengeance. And uh, he looks into the camera, (laughs) right into the camera to talk to Randy at home, tells him he loves him, but uh, he doesn't know if RK-Bro will ever be a thing again. That's pretty harsh. but Wow. Yeah, they're selling this seriousness here, but he leads the crowd in an RK bro chant. But uh, setting up the, I think the Randy taking a break. Randy's taking a break. Yeah, I mean, nothing that I've heard leads me to believe this is any legit injury or no, anything. No, definitely not. I mean, he's been he's been going hard since last year's Mania or like well, Mania for twenty years. Well, I mean, he's been going hard for twenty years, <laughs> no, but, but yeah, like maybe uh, yeah, take some time off, come back at SummerSlam. Yeah, you know, I fear. I mean. Let Riddle, maybe Riddle versus Reigns. Well, the way that the promo kind of came out kind of made yeah. it seem like... Uh, like maybe Money in the Bank, and then Orton comes back for SummerSlam, and then you got McIntyre. for There's your whole summer plan for Roman Reigns. Until <laughs> Cody cashes in on him sometime? Uh, yeah, Cody wins the Money in the Bank, and then Survivor Series in his daddy's hometown. <laughs> Is that is that what's right? Okay, well, hey, you're you're poking it. At least (laughs) at least someone's thinking about it. And speaking of Cody, we got countdown to Cody. Countdown to Cody. Boop. One hour, forty five minutes. Yeah. Boop. I keep hearing like that. Did you ever watch Twenty Four? Like when the second Uh, counter was. I I never watched it, but I know all about. Yeah, the countdown. What's the guy's name again? Jack Bauer. What's the actor's name? (laughs) Kiefer Sutherland. So Riddle hangs around though, and. Street Profits come out to help him fight the Usos and Sami Zayn. So he's uh, he's halfway into the bloodline now. He's Well, because somebody Uso. needs to get those bloodline minutes when Roman's taking time off. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Sami's working good, though. He's working with the Usos. He's dancing to their music, like he said. And yeah, good guy to have on your side. And uh, But then Riddle gets in there. He just beats the hell out of Sami. And the Usos aside, uh, it's not worth saving Sammy. They just walk off, leave him alone. And <sighs> Riddle hits an RKO, gets the win. So Poor Sammy. Yeah, he's still not fully. If you're not Samoan, you'll never fully be in the bloodline. 
I so this was one of those others. Um, you know, when you open a you we open the show with a promo, which is all fine and good. Then we had a video package after the promo, then a commercial break. Eight twenty three p.m. Or rather, twenty three <laughs> minutes into the broadcast was when uh, the 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 bell the ding 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 for the mm-hmm. opening match. This match just happened. Maybe a little too long. Yeah, yeah, didn't need to be quite as long as that. But when someone like Sami Zayn, uh, who's in great shape, wrestles a whole match with a t shirt, it must make me think <laughs> I need to go to wweshop.com and buy my own Bloodline t shirt. Oh, if they put his face in the portrait, then I'll think about it. <laughs> Imagine, I like to picture his face like hastily, kind of like cut up and yeah. pasted on. You know, like it's a like it's a horror. You know, like that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, that would look great. I'm sure that would sell. Uh, I'm that sure would, people would buy it. I'm sure people. Would, yeah. They did that with Daniel Bryan's shirt, like the yes, yes, yes. They put it taped up. No, no, no. Yeah, over top of it. I'm so. sure it's quick. Yeah, it was a quick fix. <laughs> uh, we have all these yes shirts. Shit, what do we do with them? <laughs> okay, uh, just, ta- just, just draw over it. Yeah. And then Bobby Lashley comes out for issuing to issue an almighty challenge, or he ends up challenging MVP to a match where the winner picks a stip between him and Lash or him and Omos. Which will give us Lashley Omos three, right? Maybe even part four at this point. At Hell in a Cell, I think they did Mania. This uh, backlash and this. Match. Oh, the cage match. Yeah. Uh, Then we go backstage. Becky Lynch rocking the puffy pirate shirt. Straight out of Seinfeld. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, straight out of Seinfeld. That's where it's (laughs) (laughs) out. And yeah, she's complaining to Adam Pierce about, you know, last week Asuka only beat her because she cheated with the green mist and uh, she wants restitution. She does have a point. That's a good point. (laughs) <laughs> like okay has this ever happened uh okay uh, no i'm not even gonna ask this question i know it's never happened so i'm not even gonna ask the question how do you know how do you know uh, okay has it ever <laughs> happened where so something like this somebody keeps using green mist and keeps winning and then character <laughs> goes backstage to the general manager and complains he's like keep using the green mist okay well i'm gonna blah blah blah, blah. And then a few matches later they use the green mist again mm-hmm. and then they still lose again and then has there ever been, like, a general manager or a referee or somebody come out from backstage and go, like, nope. <laughs> doesn't count. Doesn't count because you you, you did, yeah. like, because surely there's a referee watching backstage. And there's at least Fit Finley. Yeah. Well, I mean, anymore. they have reversed this. Maybe not exactly for the mist, but they yeah. have. You know, not the mist. Which they almost but never do. The, like, a thing. Whatever the one thing is. Yeah. They have come out and, like, shown a video replay and reversed it. But yeah. Almost never happens. Almost never but happens. happens. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I, would, I, I would love to see that. I would yeah. love to see that. But uh, either way, Becky's getting a shot later. So Okay. Uh, the Judgment Day come out for a promo, and they all speak. They tease a fourth member. Drop a bunch of names like Tommaso Ciampa, Corey Graves, Alexa Bliss, even AJ <sighs> and Finn Balor, their enemies. So. I don't want Alexa Bliss to do another dark thing. Uh, yeah, I don't think. I think out of all these names, I think Ciampa would be. Ciampa would be the most likely, I yeah. think, because he's the most in limbo. Yeah, I mean, he got called up, and then they haven't really done anything. Got called up, took out his first name, <laughs> and that's it. That's here we are. Uh, AJ and Liv Morgan take on Priest and Ripley. Pretty good mixed tag match. Uh, yeah, Edge interferes, though, on the outside. Uh, 
So I was thinking, where's Finn Balor in all this? You know, he's not out there supporting his crew. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, Edge just keeps interfering. And it leads to Rhea Ripley slamming Liv down and getting the three. So Judgment Day win. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, Finn Balor was nowhere to be seen. He wasn't helping them out. You know why AJ Finn and Liv Morgan will ever work? Why? And why Judgment Day does work? It's t- they it's, have a name? It's Faction 101. <laughs> you gotta have a they name. They got a name. They all wear black. They're all brooding and mysterious. Like, it's it's Faction 101. If you're not all on the same page, yeah. how are these three? Finn's wearing uh, little trunks, knee pads, elbow pads. AJ's wearing, you know, full body Japanese writing on it. Liv's <laughs> wearing whatever the fuck she's doing. Yeah. Come on, guys. Yeah, not in sync, not there for each other. No, that's what it is, and that's why Judgment Day is going to win a d- 10 days out of <laughs> 10. <laughs> we uh, can, we can have. <laughs> Jerry the King Lawler comes out. <laughs> I didn't don't remember asking for that. Yeah, I don't think anybody did, but he wants to host King's Court, just a standard talk show, brings out his guest. Veer Mahan. Uh, yeah, Jerry just asks some questions, and Veer... Just kind of grimaces and growls at him, and yeah, he made a joke about him like being hairy. Yeah, Jerry just made a bunch of these bad jokes. He's like, "You take a dog for your walk, people try to pet you. You're so hairy." I'm like, "No, that's no, just terrible jokes." Veer gets mad, snatches the mic, cuts a promo on the Mysterios, and yeah, just this whole segment was terrible. Mm-hmm. The Mysterios running. Thank out. you. Yeah. Yeah, but awful, awful all around. And then uh, they come down and make the save against Lawler, or for Lawler somehow. Yeah. The, the, okay. <laughs> my favorite part was when Lawler called them the Dominics. He goes, like, oh, you're feuding with the Dominics right now. And yeah. So. The Rays. <laughs> mm-hmm. Come on. Uh, Alexa Bliss takes on Nikki Ash. Crowd's happy to see Bliss. Gets the quick win after hitting the Twisted Bliss. Dewdrop was there, too. Dewdrop was hanging out. Was in, in, in hanging out around Nikki. I think kind of offering. Uh, yeah, you know. So there is a tag tournament coming up now. Yeah, we're just right. still waiting. Um, for it. I think all three of these people, Alexa Bliss, Nikki Ash, Dewdrop, will be in it somehow. Uh, Nikki uh. Ash, Dewdrop, maybe. Um, we, we, and uh, no, I only say that because we need. Fu- who else is going to fucking do it? The well, iconics. How many teams you have? Who, who's teams. a team? Who's a team? Shayna and Natalia. Okay. Selena Vega, Carmella. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then you got Nikki and uh, this girl, Dewdrop. Okay. And then you get one hodgepodge team. One hodgepodge. Alexa Bliss and Shotzi. Liv Morgan? <laughs> well, Liv Morgan's occupied. Oh, yeah. uh, well, okay. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe they'll just never have the tournament and the belts disappear forever. <laughs> I think that's what they prefer at this point. But uh, Cody Countdown is up. It's time for Cody Rhodes taking on The Miz. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Pretty good match. Crowd's hot for Cody as usual. Uh, he's in control. Hits the Cody cutter. Climbs to the top rope for his moonsault when Seth Rollins runs out and just shoves him down to the floor, causing the DQ. And then him and The Miz just double team, beat up Cody, and slam him into the stairs. Uh, oh, yeah, so... When Cody first came out, you know, he gives his belt to a fan in the front row. And Seth then goes up and grabs the belt from the fan and then whips Cody in the back. This was a good, this was no MJF Wardlow. This was a good whip. That helps, like, that's, a thick, that's a thick belt. That's a thick belt. That was like five of the MJF-sized mm. belts. But uh, he whips him with it. 
walks away. But then good guy Cody, the ultimate babyface move, he recovers. And as he's stumbling off in pain, he gives the belt back to the kid. And the crowd actually gave like a little standing ovation for that. Like, oh, what a nice moment. Because he's the, he's the, ba- he's the <laughs> ultimate babyface. Yeah. Gave the kid his belt he's the new, Is he the new John Cena? Cody Rhodes is the new kind John of, Cena? Kind of. Yeah. I'm sure he wants to be. Uh, is Cody Rhodes going to start doing movies? Mm, I don't know. Is he going to be the new superhero? He could be. I mean... Who could he be? What superhero? Ah, it's a good question. It's a good question. We have to figure the that flash? out. And they've got a I know, fl- they've, they've got everyone's got something. But they've got a flash already. I'm just thinking of like a skinny, skinny type guy. <laughs> I mean, they had a Batman. They got a new Batman. Well, no, they always I feel, have no, but that's the thing. I, like Cody Rhodes is still a big motherfucker. He's still probably like six. I mean, every superhero is big. I, guess. I, I, I mean, I'm just saying compared to normal, but he's probably still six two. How about the Hulk? Two thirty five. How about the Hulk? We got a Hulk. We'll Who? figure out. They have like ten Hulks. We got uh, it's Ruffalo. Not Edward Norton Ruffalo. Right? Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> it hasn't been Hulk? Edward Norton for fourteen <laughs> years. <laughs> yeah, but I always heard he was the best one. I don't know who the best one was. Cody Rhodes is the Hulk. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> that way you can just it's so easy to get rid of the tattoo because you got to CGI him. In you got to CGI it out anyways. Good pull. Oh my <laughs> god! I haircut, forgot about the, the tattoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why he's not in any movies. Or you can be Captain America and then keep the tattoo. Oh, keep the tattoo. Yeah. That's probably what he would pick. Captain America. I am Captain America. I am Cody Captain Rhodes. Ro- I'm Cody Rhodes. My- uh, I'm but all, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's move on. We got Ezekiel taking on Chad Gable. Just a fun little match here. And uh, Otis trying to interfere, so the ref ejects him. And then Owens tries to interfere, so he gets uh, kicked out as well. And all this commotion allows Zeke to catch Gable in a roll up and get the win. Yeah, with the win, Kevin Owens continuing to scream. And I mean, scream at Byron Saxon throughout this uh, that he's clearly the same guy. Yeah. And uh, he ends up challenging him after the match for Helena Cell, and Zeke accepts. So, I mean, hey, they managed to, like, two months it took to get to this match. They. They stretched it out so good for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, this this hopefully could be the end of it. Um, yeah, we'll see if they got any tricks planned for. The yeah, we need a trick for this one because it's a funny bit. A stunt double. It's a funny bit, mm-hmm. so we need. Uh, where, do but we, it's limited. Yeah, at the well, end of the day, Ezekiel's not better in Elias than in any way, really. You know, but come hell in a cell, we'll give our kind of final shoot meter. Yeah, we'll do that next week. <laughs> Uh, But then they did announce officially Lacey Evans returning to in-ring action next week. Are we taking on a jobber? I mean, maybe she can uh, find a partner to team up with. There we go. Exactly. Lacey Evans, another option. Who's else? Um, uh... Well, because she's coming back as a heel, so I think she'd probably actually be more of a main event I don't know what they wanted to be. I feel like they were going to do heel, but now they're not. Because they're like, wait, people love America. Well, I, thought love the I thought they were going to do the other way around. People, she was supposed to be babyface, and now she's coming out. Like, I don't know. I guess we'll find out next week. Because Bianca, <laughs> Bianca Belair needs a challenger. That's true. Well, well, for money in the bank, probably. Let's find out if uh, she's going to have a triple threat. Because our main event, we got Becky Lynch taking on Oscar once again. If Becky wins, she's added to the Hell in a Cell, uh, making it a triple threat, and. I mean, once again, can't go wrong with these two here. Two of the best in the world, and just a good back and forth match. And two of the best of all time, one could say. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't disagree with that. No, <laughs> I wouldn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't disagree. Uh, they fight to the floor where Bianca's doing guest commentary, and 
Uh, of course, she ends up getting knocked down accidentally by Asuka. And uh, that's when... So every the match up until the very ending was kind of weird. Where Becky, she gets back in the ring. Asuka rolls in after her. But then she just kind of lays there for a second. And then Becky's like, okay. Rolls her up, gets a three. So a bit of a weak ending. I There's thought. some miscommunication There's, there, I think. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Just... Yeah, everything up to that point I liked. And they kind of like both slid, slid in and maybe they tried it to make like, it. Yeah, something about it mistimed because Asuka just looked like she was just waiting there for the pin. So it was weird. But Yeah. Doesn't matter. At the end of the day, Becky wins. So we'll get a triple threat. And uh, yeah, that should be a great match. Yeah, it's probably the best. Uh, how many matches do we think will be Hell in a So Cody, Cody Seth is a Hell in a Cell match. As of now, that's it. They might only do one, but I imagine. Because we'll it doesn't feel like Ronda will have a challenger. Yeah, I don't know. Is Ricochet I mean, on the card? <laughs> yeah, I doubt it. Who's the U.S. champion? Theory. But, yeah, they don't like, they don't care about those belts. Um, I don't yeah. know. I mean, they could. Uh, if you wanted to add a second one, I would do it with the women. Bianca. Well, exactly, right? Yeah. yeah I, th- I feel like this this triple threat hypothetically would be the uh, the the second Hell in a Cell. Yeah, that's what I do. Uh, which is crazy that we're what two weeks away from the pay per view <laughs> and we can't. W- there's probably there's probably oh, no, a couple matches booked. There's only four matches booked. Um, yeah, but only really two big matches. But. Yeah. Yeah, still got in a week. A week to figure it out. Still got a week to build. Uh, Mike, do you want to take a break? Yeah, let's take. A let's break. take a little quick break. We'll uh, recharge ourselves and we'll come back um, with all of our NXT and AW action. Second half of the show. Thanks for sticking out through the break. We are back here. Um, as we make our way to Double or Nothing, uh, we have one more kind of week of dynamite action to cover before we get there. Um, in your house is just around the corner, <laughs> right? Yeah, coming up. I'm still not entirely sure uh, when, where. but at least it, it doesn't matter when it happens, as long as there's an end goal, right? So I don't know ta- when, I don't know where. If we're talking <laughs> in your house, we're talking NXT. NXT. What does it mean? I don't know, but it's a good wrestling show. NXT. Watch and see. Gotta tap out a count out of one, two, three. Um, it is just around the corner. We don't know if it's gonna be one of those live shows or whatever the hell it is, or. Yeah. Either way. Either way. Yeah. Nice to have a goal, like you said. Uh, your boys with some in-ring action here. <laughs> Kick off ass? stacks and two dimes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they gave them real names as well, but I, I didn't write them. Oh wait, yes, I did. Jimmy Lorenz and Troy Donovan. Okay. Yeah, that sounds about right. Troy two dimes Donovan. <laughs> Which isn't a good, like Timmy two dimes. Yeah. yeah or, Troy no, Tommy. Donovan. Tommy two dimes diamond. <laughs> and uh, Sammy Stacks, Sammy, <laughs> Sh- Sammy Stack, Sammy Stacks, yeah, Sammy Stacks Malone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, not bad. See, these are good. These are these is exactly what we want to hear. But uh, either way, they're taking on Idris Enofe and Malik Blade, and I guess official debut for uh, the mobsters here. Hmm. And uh, yeah, what you'd expect, kind of the brawler style. Nothing too fancy here. Uh, their finishing move I kind of like. Just like a double big boot to the head, but looked pretty stiff. Kind of like a BTE trigger type thing. Hmm. Yeah, gets them to win. 
And then right after Legato come out and there's a big brawl. So because they're still lingering around. Yeah, I'm sure we'll get the six man at in your house. Oh yeah, something. Okay, Maybe yeah. Six. I mean, potential, right? For some reason, we got to keep building towards the Legato del Fantasma thing. Just the way <laughs> Andrade's being built on the other show. Uh, yeah. Same uh, dude. <laughs> same guy. Pretty much. Uh, Sanga takes on Wes Lee. Uh, Lee's got his ribs all taped up. So easy target for Sanga. Beats him up. Uh, yeah, hits a big choke slam from hell to get the win. And then afterwards, Zion Quinn comes out uh, to beat up Wes Lee for whatever reason. But Sanga ends up stopping him and helps Lee. So a little baby face move from Sanga here. See, I don't know. I'm worried. I'm worried that, uh, you know, since the MSK breakup now, uh, Wesley is just kind of like that cruiserweight size mm-hmm. that has is proven to not work. Unless they're going to pair him with Sanga now. Is that what they're You doing? know, like whether you're uh, what we had. Um, who Who's that guy who's <laughs> just gone back and forth? Uh, he was Bobby Lashley's manager guy. Cedric Alexander? No. Bobby Lashley's manager. MVP? No, and then he was cruiserweight. Then he did AEW. Oh, Leo Rush. Leo Rush. Yeah, that guy. See, I, you were saying Leo Rush, but I was too busy thinking about Leon Ruff. <laughs> oh, man. They, they're similar um, body types. Similar body types. Uh, and same initials. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's why I was too bad. I was in the So you're movies. thinking Wesley's going to end up. I, you know what I'm saying? Well, like, you know, th- we know what happened with Cruiserweights over the last, like, three years. They moved yeah. the belt down to NXT, and then they forgot about it. Yeah. And then it wasn't treated that well, and then they forgot about it again. And I mean, then, Leon Ruff did shock the world, though. Exactly, so, right? American title, big, North American title. I mean, you know, these big moments. So, but, who knows? You but, know, as I don't want Wesley to fall into that. Yeah. Uh, he's too small to be on what NXT is now. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it just sucks because everything's out of his control, the whole situation. Exactly. I mean, he was a champion a month ago. and Yeah, now it is, they, you know, it, it's have, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It sucks. Sucks oh. for the guy. But hopefully they'll find a place for him okay but we had electra lopez taking on alba fire who comes out with her bat literally on fire and she just kind of blows it out so that was pretty cool that was a cool cool effect cool effect anything unique you know and mm-hmm. uh yeah she puts the screws to lopez here and gets a quick win after hitting a senton bomb which um which was real quick i think uh core jade she was involved um, maybe like before or after this, talking up to Roxanne Perez. Yeah, she's kind of their buddies now, and I guess two of the youngest here in the brand. Yeah, they have a little connection here. Um, you know, there was maybe a, a bit of a lack of um, Mandy Rose, a lack of to- uh, what's it, Toxic Attraction, the women's champions. Uh, what, just on this show? Just on the show in general. Yeah. Yeah. We'll I feel see. like Cora Jade was on a great trajectory up, and now Raquel Gonzalez. Fuck. Raquel. Well, <laughs> hey, she, if, she, oh, yeah. if it's on this show, it's what she was known as. Yeah. We've kind of dropped a lot of our top-ish kind of talent from the NXT women's division, and now we're having these, like, breakout tournaments yeah. instead of just kind of throwing somewhere up there right away. And I mean, Io Shirai still works here. Io Shirai still works here. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, speaking of Roxanne Perez, we got her up next, taking on Lash Legend in a 
breakout tournament semifinal match here. The fans are chanting for Roxy, but Legend has the power advantage. She hoists Roxy up for a power bomb, but Roxy counters with the Pop Rocks, gets the big win, advances to the finals. Oh, quick, quick tournament. Yeah, not as prolonged as the Owen, but, you know, not every tournament needs to be. Sometimes you just need two rounds, and then you're there. Eight people, boom, boom, bang, done. Uh, Eight people is technically a tournament. I I guess guess four. four people could be. (laughs) But, uh, no, uh, Roxanne, yeah, I think she'll probably win the whole thing. She's looking good so far. Yeah, why the hell not? Uh, But then you did get your dose of Mandy Rose after this, as she took on Indy Hartwell and... Yeah, pretty solid match. Big match for Indy, you know, taking on the champ. And crowd was back and forth between the two of them. And uh, that's when Toxic Attraction come out to the ring. But Caden Carter and Katana Chance cut them off. And there's a big brawl. Uh, oh, yeah, that, that, maybe that could be a tag team in the tournament because they've been a team for a while. Caden and Katana. So, okay, so, so wait, so Caden <laughs> Carter... Was Casey Catanzaro? Caden no, Carter has always been Caden Carter. Shit. And now Katana Chance was Casey Catanzaro. Thank you. But Team Casey, they're still Team Casey. So that's all we need to know. I guess so. Uh, Why did only Casey Catanzaro get the name change? Because I think that was her real name. When they uh, her name. No real names here. Yeah, we want to own you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so there's a big brawl and the distraction uh, takes away Indy's attention. Mandy Rose hits the C trigger, gets the win. And, uh, but as she's walking up the ramp, Wendy Chu attacks her and dumps a gym bag full of just various balls, sports, football, tennis balls, dodgeballs, everything all over her. Andy Hartwell really feels like the last remaining uh, part of this women's division. I guess I you, you did just say Io Shirai still does work here. We don't see her too often. At least yeah. we, we see Indy a lot, and she feels like the last kind of hangover from pre two point from black and gold, yeah, and she's lost everything. Exactly, she has, she has no. She lost the way her partner, her like, husband, her championship. Yeah, the her, way Persia, Dexter, everything's gone. Like every single thing, everything that the, she you know. So um, it could it could just be a matter of time. Yeah, I don't know, but she's from New Zealand. I think they like to have one person from every country. <laughs> So That's the goal. One person, yeah. So they can put the put. So Indy Hartwell can go over it in Auckland. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, another breakout tourney match, semifinals. Fallon Henley taking on Tiffany Stratton. So there was a little promo before this, or something around there, because this was supposed to be Nikita Lyons. That's right. She... Uh, taking on um, Fallon Henley, but uh, torn MCL is what I heard. Yeah, you know, she's uh, she's doing those split leg drops and stuff all the time. I so. mean, that's a dangerous maneuver. It's akin to the shooting star. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, this seems to be legit. She's out, but Tiffany. And Tiffany her. Stratton was backstage at one point kind of like demanding her spot. Yeah, like, that in should the be tournament. me because I'm <laughs> Tiffany. But <laughs> Great yeah, impression. you know, she makes a good case. <laughs> and uh, That's as good a case as any. Quite frankly, I um, mean, yeah, she's 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 won as many matches as Fallon Henley has. So. Hmm. Uh, but no, I thought this was pretty good. They were doing some some stiff chops from both women, and you know, Tiffany's showing a rougher side we haven't seen from her. Uh, but still, that great athletic background, and uh, she pulls out a new move I haven't seen before, where she does like a springboard 
off the top of ropes, but she bounced off her knees and did like a flip forward. So just hmm. a cool new thing. Uh, yeah, then Fallon tries to have her come back, but her knee gives out. So Tiffany hits her corkscrew. Vader bomb gets the win. So Stratton versus Perez. That's your finals. Stratton versus Roxanne Perez. Yeah, I still hope. I still think Roxanne Perez should get the win I here. I think she'll probably get the win, considering. I think maybe previous scenario would have been Nikita Lyons. Yeah. Just uh, because she had been garnering wins for a longer period of time. Yeah. But she I mean, kind of came in right with, like, Braun Breaker. NXT yeah. 2.0 OG. I feel like Tiffany's been around similar amount. You're right. We got we remember remember those first few weeks of 2.0 where um, there was like seven video packages an episode just to be like Tony D. Here's Tony D'Angelo. Here's Tiffany Stratton. There's probably like two or three that are gone. We've already forgotten. Uh, Honestly, (laughs) I'd I'd love to watch all those video packages again and then see how many have uh, have actually stuck. I think we got one from uh, what's that guy's name? Harland. Harland. Yeah. Um, yeah, but no, I thought this was probably Tiffany's best match that we've seen from her so far. Next one, and then uh, the actual final, of the tournament could be even yeah, better. Probably at in your house. Okay, and, uh, yeah, should be a good time. Mm-hmm. Then you had Von Wagner take on Ikem and Jiro. Uh, Jiro gets a couple nice high flying moves in, but then Wagner uh, just pulls out a hockey move from the eighties. He jerseys Jiro, just pulls the jacket over his head and just starts filling him in. Hits the finisher, gets the win. Von Wagner still in uh, yeah, uh, hard to look at. Anytime you've got Robert Stone at your side, it's not things aren't going well. Yeah, Robert <laughs> Stone's track record is literally uh, it was zero percent. Just ask uh, Little Presley, the little dog. I miss Presley. I forgot all about Presley. <laughs> I'm sorry I brought that. I'm sorry I brought that back. Um, uh, yeah. Moving on. Uh, there was a, uh, well, I mean, it, it was a pre-taped or whatever, but we had Cameron Grimes, Carmelo Hayes uh, meeting in Carmelo Hayes' barbershop. Yeah, this, I thought this was bad. <laughs> like, especially Carmelo, I thought his acting was so bad here. Like, you know, in front of a live crowd, he seems fine, but I just thought he was so unnatural. I don't know. Maybe, 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 maybe he's not good in a pre-tape. Maybe he's not maybe good in, in the yeah, cinematic they, type of thing. Maybe they're, they're like trying to coach him, like do it this way, do it this way. Yeah, but I don't know. The whole thing, whatever. Uh, basically, Grimes shows up and they talk, and then they're gonna have a title match. And in your house, nothing really happened. We got a video package for a man named Giovanni Vinci. Yeah. So apparently, this is uh, the other Imperium. Oh, don't tell me Eichner this is fake. Bartel. It no, would be Bartel. Yeah, it's him. Because Eichner, I told, I said, yeah, just yeah, got oh, yeah, a. Right, right. So it's Bartel with a new name. Okay. Vinci. What is it again? Giovanni. Giovanni Vinci. Yeah, they had a whole vignette. They were in like a vignette. Italy or what's the city on the water? Florence. No. Uh, Venice. Uh, v- 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 Venice. All the boats and Sicily. Yeah. So that's him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so picture, listeners at home, picture the guy in the gondola ride singing A whole mariachi band in the back. Oh, not mariachi. <laughs> yes, Mikey, you said it. Picture a mariachi band <laughs> playing uh, When the Moon Hits yeah. Your Eyes Like a Big Pizza Pie. That's Giovanni. Giovanni. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
We'll see. We'll see how long he lasts. Uh, but let's go to this main event. Braun Breaker, Duke Hudson. Braun Breaker. He's uh, he does not repeat a singlet. I don't. Think, I think every week he's got a new one. Man, the man <laughs> must own a lot, lots of singlets. You know, you're 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 paying attention to the in ring action here. Braun Breaker taking on Duke Hudson. I'm. I got my eyes on Joe Gacy watching from the stage. I try to ignore him. Try uh, to ignore him. Yeah, he's kind of just hanging okay. out with his red druids as well. Distracts Inexpl- Braun inexplicably. Yeah. Remember, he was the PC guy. Joe Gacy has already undergone a gimmick change. <laughs> yeah. Wow. For the worse. Uh, yeah. Come on, Sean. Sean? Oh, HBK? He's right in that. He's right here. Come on, Sean. I don't what's, know if what's he's his, in charge what's of this real, one. What's his real silly name? Like Winkle Dark or something? <laughs> Michael Hickenbottom. Hickenbottom. Come on, Hickenbottom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Winkle Dark. <laughs> I knew it was I knew it was something crazy. Yeah, I'm sure he got teased. Hickenbottom. Hickenbottom. Come on, Hickenbottom Crane. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Gacy being a fool, distracting Braun and... Uh, Breaker ends up knocking out the two red druids, but then Gacy shows up on the other side, slides a chair to Hudson. He swings at Braun, but Braun counters, grabs the chair, uh, hits the druids first, but then hits Duke. So Braun gets DQ'd. Hudson wins. And if Braun does it at the pay-per-view, he loses his title. Because that's a step, so that's a step exactly, right? We're kind of like we're kind of like uh, teasing it. Yeah, Gacy tricked him here if he does that again. There's also a bit here where I think uh, before the match, Braun Breaker found like a photo in his locker. locker. Yeah, and he accused uh, Joe Gacy of putting it there. Yeah, like a 20 year old photo or something. Yeah, it was weird. This whole thing, I hate it. Yeah, well, I guess you're gonna have hiccups, right? Like, um, I'm sure there was times on the main roster where you're kind of in a, a crappy feud, but unfortunately, it's for the. The, the world championship picture like Jinder Shinsuke well, a crappy thing. feud but for the top title but if Shinsuke had won the whole thing would have been forgiven the whole thing would have been forgiven <laughs> this it, one even if Braun wins I'm like well we just wasted everyone's time if Joe Gacy wins I don't that's know that's all hell, hell no <laughs> hell no I mean unless they do it in a clever DQ way so they can finally say they did it someone lost the title on the DQ but I don't want that to happen. Yeah. How, how often do people lose when there's a stip of if you do this, you lose? How often do the people actually lose that? Because like we've seen we've seen it like if you do the fucking Judas effect, you lose. Yeah. It if, has happened. Oh, it's, I'm sure. I'm sure. That's how Dolph Ziggler won his first world title. Oh, that's how you want to win. Yeah. Edge used the spear when he shouldn't have. God damn it, Edge. And they didn't even take it. On the night of the pay-per-view, Edge won. Everything celebrated, went home. And then on SmackDown, they gave the belt to Ziggler. And then he lost it the same night back to Edge. Wow. So his first world title reign was tough. But hey. Was 25 minutes. Your name's on the belt forever. A couple times. And then he had a second run. So, But never had a single successful defense, unfortunately. The old Sasha Banks treatment. But then, hey, he was NXT champ a couple months ago. So there you go. His swan song. If you will, I'm no. I'm sure he had a successful title defense of that belt of the NXT belt. He did, yeah. I'm sure. Hell yeah. yeah, baby! It's a world title. Yeah, we'll it's on Pro Fight DB on the top left. They jump back, Charlotte. Sometimes she counts. Sometimes she doesn't. Sometimes I think she's she gonna, says I'm 11. She, sometimes she says I'm 13. She's gonna count it. She'll uh, count it. Vince <laughs> might be like, ah, that shit doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, considering that eight of the championships Ric Flair claims were not under WWE. 
Well, uh, I'm, yeah. pre- I'm pretty sure Vince wishes he could take that back. Yeah, the number 16 is just stuck too much. He'd be like, no, it's two, damn it. Exactly. <laughs> two it's WWE. Fucking two, and that's it. <laughs> NWA's garbage. I mean, NW- Matt Cardona's NWA champ right Ex- now. Exactly. If NW- he came to WWE, he wouldn't have a world title under his belt. Not. He wouldn't even have an internet title. <laughs> uh, Let's move to the next show then. Uh, we have one more show of our wrestling week. The big show is coming up this weekend. Not the big show. But he might be there. He'll be there probably. Paul White. He's Hang he's on. probably backstage wearing a polo shirt. But uh, I heard he's gonna. He has plans to debut Captain Insano officially. I don't think I know what that from, is. From the Water Boy. Oh really? You know he how he has that brief scene where he's like the wrestler that Adam Sandler character calls into and gets made fun of. Wrestlers in Adam Sandler films. Um, <laughs> common theme. Common theme. <laughs> but, yeah, apparently he, he wants to portray that fan. character in real life. Ooh, that'd be fun. I'm just sure for the meme of it. Give him a long. match on Dark or something. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you? Come yeah. on, Tony. Maybe on the buy-in at most. On the buy-in. But this week's edition, <laughs> we're talking, of course, of AEW Dynamite. AEW. All Elite. They coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. Too sweet. At a normal time, it's not at two in the afternoon. Um, and on this uh, on this week's edition, we kick off with I guess is our final labor of Wardlow, <laughs> um, which is of course the steel cage match Wardlow and Sean Spears with MJF as our special guest referee. MJF coming down to the ring in full Hickenbottom. <laughs> I'm glad you noticed, because, uh, yeah, this was straight up Shawn Michaels. This was a straight up thing. Uh, the looking... biker shorts, the cut sleeves, like, even the same pattern, the stripes. It was looking great. Of course, there was it. certainly influence there. Yeah, that was yeah, awesome. Um, in Vegas, too. In Vegas. Uh, Sean Spears also had this like skull mask. I don't think he doesn't have that before, did he? Not that I've noticed, um, yeah. but you know I've said it once and I'll say it again. Sean Spears, best entrance in professional yeah, wrestling. Yeah, he's adding more to it, so I like that. Uh, honestly, adding the mask is just adding the- like a theatrics to it. Yeah, I dig it. Uh, and then we bring out Warlow, who you know he himself Accom- has his own fun entrance. Accompanied, well, <laughs> silent and accompanied by security with the but crowd. But you made yourself <laughs> silently. I mean, I never, I couldn't even tell you what his theme song sounds like, anyway. So. I, I honestly, he's gonna win a match one day, and the crowd there's gonna be no song. We'll play the music, and they're like, "There's yeah, <laughs> what the fuck is this?" Or, they won't, or yeah, like a, one of those like special guest entrances kind of things. Like his music hits, and people's like, "Who's this?" It's like the dynamite theme song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Uh, so yeah, he comes out. He's cuffed up, and before they can even unlock the handcuffs, Spears attacks, and then MJF. So for the first chunk of the match, they're just beating the shit out of him. And, He's handcuffed, but eventually he just snaps them off and uh, starts beating the spears all around the ring and goes for the pin, but MJF doesn't count. So Wardlow's pissed, but he's not allowed to touch Max. That's another part. If he touches him, he's DQ'd. It's over. So uh, Wardlow picks up Spears for a powerbomb. He's ready to finish him off, but then MJF just kicks him in the balls from behind, which allows Spears to hit the C4. He makes the cover, but Wardlow kicks out at two. MJF can't believe it. So Spears just goes out the cage door, walks to the floor to grab some chairs. I bet there's a couple people in the crowd that thought he won at that point. He just kind of walked out and escaped, but that does not count. That does not count. You have to, you have to, you have to go from over top. Well, not even that. There's just no escaping in, in AEW. 
There's pin or submission is the only way. Oh, but, okay. Yeah. Right. But I think that door is supposed to be locked. But anyways. There's uh, only one official here on these two. Yeah, I'm not going to call it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the, the ref is not calling it. Yeah. So anyways, he grabs a bunch of chairs, brings them back in. Uh, MJF holds on to Wardlow. So his arms are behind his back. And Spears takes a big swing with the chair. But Wardlow ducks and MJF gets nailed hard in the head. No protection there. Yeah, I had to. I watched this a couple <laughs> times over to see if you know, because the, the way the camera was behind Sean Spears, yeah. I thought maybe MJF snuck a stump protection there. I think he just got him good. <laughs> Sean Spears um, is, is that's why he's the chairman. <laughs> that's why he's the chairman. <laughs> he's just. In yeah. two years, of course, we can all recall the chair shot heard around the world where, honestly, if you search, I've tried this many times, if you search Cody Rhodes chair shot on YouTube, like, they've they scrubbed, scrubbed it. it. Yeah. Uh, you have to, I like... it's on Daily Motion or something like uh, that. Yeah, exactly. You, ha- you have yeah. to kind of, like, look through, like, a side website or whatever because yeah. Sean Spears now, two unprotected chair shots, possibly the two last <laughs> unprotected chair shots uh, in the last, like, five years. At least this hard. Yeah. Uh, this one wasn't quite as bad, though. He didn't no, he pulled him. he pulled back, and MJF just... Oh, he just hit him flat. I think the first one was, like, the corner. Yeah, MJF, what... he did his classic. He does this a lot, um, MJF. He'll get hit in the head. With, you know, super kick, whatever the hell it is. And then he'll just fall back, (laughs) dazed, Uh, which was incredible. Yeah, so big bump there. Uh, So he's out. We have no referee. Uh, Wardlow hits a spear. And then the symphony of power bombs, including a final one on top of a chair, as backup referee Bryce Remsburg comes running out and makes the count. One, two, three. Wardlow wins. Uh, then the security all rush him to cuff him back up, but then he just beats him down, picks one of them up, tosses him, or power bombs him into the cage, and these AEW cages are rough because you fall between the ring to the floor. I him. noticed that. I thought to myself, like, oh, poor kid. This, yeah, kid, just this, took, this, this kid just took a wild bump. Uh, and then to cap it off, Wardlow just climbs up to the very top of the cage and just celebrates as the fans chant his name. Yeah. Great visual there. Yeah. Still super over. We'll be getting yep. that this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a stipulation attached to this match? Uh, just if Wardlow wins, he's free from his contract. And if he loses, he can never sign with AEW, ever. Well, there we go. <laughs> so, uh, no, we... Not much. Nothing really. <laughs> Everything for him. Uh, but let's get Tony Schiavone in the ring to host the face-to-face. Tony Schiavone, with a, he didn't have a beard before, right? He's always had no. How much of a beard? He's always had like. Yeah. No, he was clean. Really? I think so. Back in the day, I think he was clean shaven, but I think his AEW days, he's always. God, had for it. some reason, on this week's edition of Dynamite, I saw Tony Schiavone, and I was like, "Whoa!" I don't know. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I'm pretty maybe, sure. maybe he trimmed it or cut it differently or something maybe. in there. I don't know. But I whatever you're doing, Tony, keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> he's looking good. He's like, uh, oh, of course, man, it's looking good. And he's here to host the face-to-face between Hangman Page, CM Punk, going into the big title match. And yeah, both men cutting promos, uh, not backing down, but, you know, Punk says it's just business, not trying to make it personal. But Hangman's definitely trying to make it personal here. And yeah, between the two, just kind of acting much more heelish. Like, not full-on, but, you know, he's like saying, I don't respect you and everything you've done since coming here and... 
I'm not defending this title against you. I'm defending all elite wrestling from you. So, yeah, some harsh words from the hangman. Yeah. Uh, Punk just even stays like, I don't know why you're so angry, but uh, the road you traveled to get here was paved by me, pal. And Punk demands hangman shake his hand, but he won't. So Punk shoves him, and then hangman decks Punk. So, yeah, some beef there. Uh, this was an incredible promo. Yeah, love love seeing this this side of Hangman. He's not just yeah. Well, he's that's not just grateful to be fighting Punk. Yeah, because you know? before he's like, I love all elite wrestling, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm gonna do. And but CM Punk, yeah, I love you said it right there. He made he said it a couple times. He's like, I don't know what you're mad about, bro. Like. <laughs> You're the champion. You have to defend this belt. Um, I do want to uh, quote something for you specifically. You you, yeah. you hinted on this little Please. quote, but I got to say, I love this line. Those roads you traveled to get here, they were paved by me. This house that you built, it was constructed with lumber from <laughs> trees that I chopped down. Uh, yeah, man. I loved that line uh, specifically, and I do want to put a number in your head. Sure. 194. Okay? Yeah. That is the current amount of days in which Adam Hangman Page uh, has held the AEW championship. Mm-hmm. Which is by no account, that's a lot of days. I got to say, a lot has happened <laughs> to all of us in the last six months. Absolutely. 194 days, well, let's say 196. <laughs> if you had a championship reign for 196 days, you would be, you would be damn proud of that, as you should. Yeah, absolutely. Although it doesn't sound like a lot compared to the <laughs> Moxleys and the Kenny Omegas of the world. Or even the Punk's 454. <laughs> well, hey, Punk <laughs> wants to do it again. I'll let him. We'll let him. Uh, we'll talk about that more. We'll talk about, we'll that, talk about that more in the wrap up show. Say, I get where you're going with that for sure. Uh, but before that, we got John Moxley teaming with old pal Eddie Kingston against the Private Party. Yeah, just a domination for Eddie and Mox, and beat them all all around the ring. Paradigm shift, get the win. And then afterwards, Jericho Society come out. Another big brawl. Brian comes with out Brian Danielson yeah. coming out, and everything well, was fine. Um, yeah, he's not hurt. He's no, more, he's, he's exactly like we said. He, he, <laughs> it was like, how can, how can we fuck with him for a week? Um, Mark Quinn has dyed his beard blonde. Yeah, it's a bold look. <laughs> it's it's wild because it makes him look to me. It makes him look twenty years older. Yeah, because it almost it makes it almost look like a white kind of like or maybe like a salt and pepper kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, Will and Regal here on commentary alongside Chris Jericho, the entire jazz standing over top. Um, uh, Regal, uh, his two things when he's on commentary, he's great every time, of mm-hmm. course. Uh, the man in the mask, he <laughs> refused to acknowledge. He refuses to acknowledge Excalibur. Under the name Excalibur, and only chooses to call him the Man in the Mask. And when he said um, "double or nothing" this Sunday, and or like I'm back in Las Vegas, uh, I should go to the Mirage, to the penthouse in the Mirage, to ask them if they had my liver that I lost in 1996. <laughs> 
<laughs> he had a couple. Oh, no. He had a couple good lines. Just yeah, right. ha- just having them around. You know, it's those. It's those little. Those little little things. So this match will be kind of our. What what's it called? An arena anarchy, anarchy in the arena. Yeah. Uh, arena annihilation. I'm sure it's gonna be the exact. Well, it's not the exact same, but Stadium Stampede. It's much. our Stadium Stampede-esque. Yeah. Um, kind of all over the place. But what was the one that we just had at the... Uh, the one with Andrade when Sting jumped through all those tables? Did it have a special name? I don't know if it had a name, but... I think it just yeah. might have been a Street Fight or something. Street... Yeah, I'm picturing similar-ish kind of vibes. Yeah. Unless it's a pre-tape, but they're not going to pre-tape like, it. Uh, Are we done with pre-tapes? Maybe a little bit of pre-tape, but most of it will take place in front of the crowd. What was the last pre-tape? Like full pre-tape? Yeah. I think they did. I think last year they did Stadium Stampede where like started back and then they ended up in front of the crowd. Yeah. Okay. Something like that. But yeah. It honestly might have been Fiend and Braun at Extreme Rules. Maybe. That might have been the last pre-tape. Yeah. Too bad. Sting. Remember Sting's first match was a pre-tape? Uh, oh, the uh, the him Darby the uh, it yeah like a warehouse match. Or it was like a warehouse work. Yeah, <laughs> <I forget. laughs> whatever the fuck it's called. Down. Uh, anyways, moving along here, uh, we got the Ring of Honor tag titles on the line. FTR defending against Rapongi Vice, uh, joined by uh, Caprice Coleman, Ring of Honor's uh, um, color announcer. An- announcer. Yeah, yeah, he's been doing that for all the title matches. I've noticed. Yeah, it was nice to hear a, a fresh, uh, fresh voice. You yeah, know, he's got a good voice. Uh, yeah, some good tag action as to be expected here. Uh, Rapongi putting a pretty good fight, uh, getting some near falls, but then all of a sudden Jeff Cobb and Great Ocon come out, the United Empire. From New Japan Pro Wrestling, they just kind of run out, attack everyone, and we get a rare no contest. They just kind of ring the bell. That's it. Match is over. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, um, you know, guys from New Japan res- Pro Pro Wrestling, Forbidden Door. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe they're going to have a tag title match there, I guess. But. Yeah. Because, I mean, we're, we're going to have to start booking that show. It's early June, June 14th, I think, June 16th, something like that. Yeah, so we're going to have to get pretty quick. We really and know uh, we know nothing about it. And I think, but, you know, uh, I mean, uh, these the, two guys don't do a whole lot for me, though. Yeah. Uh, um, I Well, I never I, I've seen a lot of Jeff Cobb's. I've seen action him. on the indies. I think he's super cool. Don't know much about this great Ocon. He kind of botched a bit of a. Yeah, he did a move through a slam. table. Like he tries to choke slam you by the top of your head. No, I think it was yeah between him and Trent. They just couldn't quite make that yeah, work. Bad timing. Bad but, timing uh, exactly. But when when I think of New Japan's biggest names, yeah, are are these guys going to be here versus AEW's? Biggest names, not necessarily versus like an, a one v one type of thing, but like, will Kazuchika Okada be on the card? Mm-hmm. Will Adam Hangman Page be on the card? Will CM Punk be on the card? Will uh, Zack Saber Jr. I mean, like they're top, top, top dudes. Or are we kind of doing like you know, is Takahashi going to be there or Tanahashi? Yeah. Either one. I, I'll <laughs> take I'll take Hamoru Takahashi or uh, you know either any Naito. of these performers exactly. Yeah. No, I think you need the big names. I mean, versus uh, Brian Danielson versus CM Punk versus yeah. like those those the the equivalents. And I mean, one name you didn't mention. Have you seen any of the the follow up on the Kota Ibushi? I haven't, but I just didn't say it because I assumed he wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotten even weirder. So now he's basically, uh, I don't know. He just did a tweet where like. 
after all the drama, he said his mom tried to commit suicide after the drama he was going through, and he Jesus blames it on the company. Right. So it's not looking good between them. Jesus. But, uh, I just want to uh, AEW. We'd love to have you there, Coda. Of course. You know the dude's like 40? I know, and he looks like he's like 23. He looks <laughs> 20. He, he, like he could pass. I bet he gets ID'd. I bet he gets ID'd all the time when he does New Japan shows. Because exactly, because yeah. there, there's a lot of New Japan guys like Moxley does New Japan. You know, yep. like he's also doing that. You Moxley know, Moxley does like tiny promoter. He does like GCW and shit. <laughs> exactly. So it'd be nice to, you know, I'm sure after Double or Nothing, maybe um, there will be a surprise type of thing at Double or Nothing where a New Japan performer will interrupt or, you know, if we get a lights out moment. Yeah. An Okada. Uh, or, you know, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, but no, we really, I guess they don't want to look too far ahead with Double or Nothing, but as soon as that's over, we got to quickly book that. Exactly. We got to book show. it quick. But let's not get too far ahead of ourselves here. Uh, we got triple threat match, Jungle Boy, Ricky Starks, Swerve Strickland. Just a nice, fast-paced, uh, kind of the WWE thing. Give you a preview of the match before Sunday mm-hmm. <laughs> involving all the guys. But still a good match. Crowd's hot. Uh, yeah, eventually uh, Swerve hits his big stomp off the top rope, gets the win. Then after all the three men's partners come running out big brawl keith lee hits this big springboard to the floor tumbling hard to the ground he hits hobbs on the head that was uh looked a little reckless from keith that's lee. a lot that's a lot of beef yeah he's like just catch me it's on you catch <laughs> like, me come on <laughs> come on lee help me out here <laughs> but uh anyways uh, then we had Tony once again, the hardest working man. So one thing, wait, before you keep going, yeah. Um, yeah, just one thing before you keep going there. Um, I alluded to this a little bit earlier, but dude, this match fell apart during the commercial break. This triple threat here. It it was crazy how much it did, and so I watch a feed. I think I, I think you and I watched the same feed where Excalibur says, "Go on a picture and picture." Yeah, and then. It like, doesn't, but the commentary keeps going. Yeah. And then eventually you will hear Excalibur saying, like, back. like Welcome back to Dynamite. <laughs> exactly, right? So there's this, like, in-between time, and yeah. it, this match just fell so flat. Because on paper, these three dudes would put on a banger. Yeah. And just one of those, I mean, like, you know, you know, the, just the way it works. Just the way it works out. It's, yeah. it's all sort of part of it. Um, I'm wondering if tonight on Rampage we'll have the other three. <laughs> if we'll have Hobbs, Keith Lee, and yeah. Luchasaurus. Because it sort of feels like it's, that's the way, that's the way WWE would have booked <laughs> that's it. That's the WWE way. The small but, guys, the big I mean, guys. I would, yeah. I wouldn't. Because, I mean, like you said here, we didn't really, I mean, maybe they're just saving it. Because why give the match away? Exactly. Why give, the, ma- why give the match why away? Match, um, backstage, also, we got a promo with the Hardy Boys and a little uh, pre-tape ahead of their match. So they're taking on the Young Bucks. Yeah. On um, and they were kind of being the heels a bit, the Hardys in this. They moment. were just doing the like they were kind of similar. Not to, w- heels, I paved the road and yeah. I used the lumber. Like, yeah, you guys are ripoffs of us and things like that or whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you used our lumber <laughs> to build your bed. Uh, <laughs> But uh, then we got Tony Schiavone once again on stage to interview Thunder Rosa, who comes out uh, no face paint for maybe the first time ever here. Mm. A nice big cowboy hat on, showing us her real natural look because she's serious here. And one last promo uh, against Serena Deeb, and uh, but she says 
Sunday, the war paint comes back on, so look out. And I got to say, this is miles better than her last couple promos. This was much better. Um. Yeah. This was this was a great promo. She's like, this is this is who I am. This is Mel. Yeah. And then she got caught because the crowd started chanting Thunder Rosa. <laughs> they started giving her a Thunder Rosa. Yeah. And then she did that thing. She got that smile on her face, and she lost it for a second. She lost it for yeah. half a second. She lost that like you know. I mean, who her wouldn't? Focus. Who wouldn't lose <laughs> lose half a second of oh, oh my god they actually like me right? And it actually brought a lot of like yeah the, you are super over. I hope it brings a lot of confidence to you know not only her but also the booking of like hey no she's over. We can put yeah. her in a spot and people will respond. And they did. They did tonight. Yeah, I thought this was a much needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it did a good job. And yeah, yeah, everything about it was good. And yeah, cool seeing Thunder Rosa kind of out of her paint there for a second. Exactly, just for a second, right? Like, we've never seen Sting in a plain face. <laughs> I never. It, it's it's the Roman Reigns. Uh, I have whatever cancer. <laughs> <laughs> what did he have again? Leukemia. Leukemia? Remember when he? Because he was like, I'm Roman Reigns and I'm champion, but I'm actually. Just a guy named Joe. Oh yeah. And I have a wife and a and kids. Sting. I'm Steve Borden. I'm Steve. I'm Mike Hickenbottom. <laughs> uh, Tony Storm taking on Britt Baker. Owen Hart semifinal. Uh, crowd's pretty split between mm-hmm. the you know cheering for both women here and got a nice traditional style match. Just lots of mat submission wrestling here and. Uh, at one point, Britt nails Tony hard in the face. I think her nose starts bleeding. So. Yeah, there she bust, She got busted open. Busted open there, and then, uh, unfortunately, once again, Jamie Hader jumps onto the apron, distracts Tony, goes at her. Baker rolls up Tony, grabs the rope for the illegal leverage, gets the three. So Baker goes to the final. And yeah, I just don't like it. Don't I mean Baker winning is okay, but the cheating and I don't know. Tony would have been a more. I think Tony deserves to win more. She needs it more. Needs it more? Yeah. Mike, I think it's time uh, that we talk. <laughs> let's talk. I think it's time we talk about Britt Baker. Let's uh, let's talk about Britt Baker. Britt Baker. The, uh, former uh, wrestler of the year. Shooty winner. A former uh, shooty winner. I'm sure she's a Tweety League champion. Uh, she's one of the longest. You know, she's an AEW champion in her own right. All of her, All of her accolades... Mike, I feel as though, can you be, can wrestling be your other job? <laughs> I only mean this, Yeah. I only say this in a way that, on on the other side, on the Charlottes, the Baileys, the Sashas, we're talking mm-hmm. some of the best women on the planet, we've seen the progression, we've seen you getting better. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're in this rut of... Kind of like midway through Britt Baker's reign to now, she hasn't gotten better. Yeah, definitely. she's not able to do things. She she can't. She's not doing stuff she wasn't doing before. I guess now she has her Pittsburgh Sunrise, but I mean, which is even kind of like a dumbed down Panama Sunrise. Yeah, you know, like even like that. Um, I wonder how long a performer like that can be a full a fucking dentist. Even yeah. just now, this this today. On her Instagram story, she's posting, you know, a photo from the airport. Caption reads, full day of work. 
and a little tooth emoji. Now back to Vegas, a little little like slot machine or fucking yeah. a, a coin or something. And she said, I mean, she wants it this way. She wants to have both careers. As long I as want, feels. I want her to be the best performer <laughs> on the planet. So do I, and I think she has acknowledged that maybe there will get a point where she has too much on her plate that she can't. I mean, that's what it is. So, what do you want? Do you want to have a big chalk ice cream Oreo ice cream cake? <laughs> Or do you want to eat it? <laughs> Which one do you want? I mean, you she know. She wants it. to cut it in half, put one half in the freezer, and eat the other half. <laughs> um, exactly. But no, exactly. I mean, but she'll have she'll 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 be live on Sunday. She'll have a match I mean, for us. Has, I mean, the crowd will love her. She'll she puts on a good match, but it's just been the same match. It's over been the and same. And well, that's what it is. Yeah, you know, like you know what like have we you done talk for- about. Like Becky Lynch, I, we saw her do a moonsault for the first time a couple months. Hey, ago. why the hell not? Tricks, you know, hey, change it up every so often. Remember the disarmer? <laughs> yeah. Then to, you went to the manhandle <laughs> slam and this and that. So yeah, we gotta switch something up. I hope to God she doesn't win the tournament. But yeah, we'll talk about that because we gotta get the Owen Hart men's side semifinal figured out. Samoa Joe, Kyle O'Reilly, good match once again here. Uh, just trying to wear each other down. Lots of submissions, and uh, eventually Joe goes for the muscle buster, but O'Reilly counters into the arm bar. He's almost got it locked in, but Joe escapes. Soon after that, he gets Kyle locked up in a sleeper hold and puts him to sleep. So Samoa Joe wins by submission and goes to the finals to face Adam Cole. Baby. At the double or nothing. So two former NXT champions meeting here. Yeah, going at it for each other. So the, this whole show, they were pumping this like three-year anniversary thing of Double or Nothing, or just AEW of AEW in Vegas. They're like, ah, oh, we've been here for three years, everyone. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> and even like you know, before the before the show and three-year anniversary was the banner or whatever. <laughs> and then they didn't do anything to kind of acknowledge that it was the three-year anniversary. I, I, I felt like it was branded in a way that it was like, look, it's been three years, baby. I mean, maybe when they're there on Sunday, they'll put it Well, in. that's the thing. It would have been nice, you know, especially for like a, a, the way it was framed as this kind of like anniversary episode. It would have been nice to maybe have, you know, a video package of like the greatest AEW moments or some of the like OG stars like and their fondest memories or, uh, <laughs> or so I don't know, just, you know, something, right? But, you know, uh, yeah. but because that wasn't there, it just kind of felt like a normal dynamite, which didn't necessarily make it feel like a go-home show. Yeah, I feel like uh, well, with the way they booked this Owen Hart tournament, they took too long getting over the qualifying matches. They had to cram all these tourneys in at the last. Yeah, couple not episodes. quite a go home show in that same kind of feel. So yeah. you know, because you don't, you, know, you don't even fully know all the matches yet, mm-hmm. like for the tournament and stuff like that. But anyways, on that note, should we give the old rundown? Of the card here. Got a big old card this week. <laughs> big old card. I mean, this is WrestleMania on one <laughs> 13 <laughs> matches. I'm pretty sure WrestleMania only had 12, maybe. Hmm. Doesn't matter. Uh, it's not going to be eight hours, but might be five. Might be. <laughs> might be. It's going to push midnight. Especially if that Heat Celtics game goes to overtime. If it goes to six overtimes, I mean. <laughs> It'll be the longest know. game in history. Yeah. Yeah. It's technically possible. Yeah. But not probable. Anyways, uh, I got the card in front of me. Do you have it there? 
Let's go for it. All right. Well, there's one official buy-in match announced. We're getting the long-awaited debut of Hookhausen taking on Tony Nese and Smart Mark Sterling, who... Do we uh, know we've him seen before? him wrestle. He wears like a kind of like classic amateur wrestling singlet. Okay. Like yeah. No, you'll type. yeah, you'll you'll know him to see him. Yeah. Um and getting the win probably. Yeah, it's got to be. And just yeah, hopefully just a lot of fun, a lot of crowd interaction. That's all it needs to be. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure one I'm sure another match on this card will kind of be mo- relegated around. to the pre-show. Yeah, yeah. That's all that's been <laughs> oh Jesus Christ bless you Oh one more Hail into the heavens I know I put the pressure on you That's what happens Got stuck in my throat <laughs> <laughs> here, a quick, quick refresh here <clears throat> Thank you <laughs> uh, After that we got TBS championship Jade Cargill defending against Anna Jay yeah, Anna Jay had a bit of a video package there on Dynamite. They had a small, but it really came out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, this, there's no build to it. I mean, no no one expects Cargill to lose, but, I mean, where's Penelope Ford? Throw her a bone. We haven't seen her in a while. I haven't seen her in a oh, while. Like, the no, bunny? Right. Where's yeah. the bunny? You know, these would have been great opponents. Yeah. I the mean, bunny. Anyways, after that, six-man tag, House of Black, taking on the Death Triangle. Uh, Yeah. I, I speculated maybe we get a last minute surprise trios titles introduced here. That'd be fun. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. If not, we're just gonna see a bunch of. Uh, I don't really know so much what Brody King can do in there. So like you know, Pack Penta Ray, we know yeah, what these motherfuckers are doing. <laughs> and I feel like Buddy Murth, Buddy Matthews is in that put on a show type of thing. But like, I've never seen Alistair Black take a Spike Rana. But I, not to say that he can't. I've just I'm never sure seen it. Yeah. Uh, then you got the Hardys taking on the Young Bucks, just a standard tag match. Um, um yeah, probably the Bucks will win. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I th- I think it's, this is a me- middle of the road, no harm, yeah, no foul. Middle of the road, hopefully, you know, just like an eight or nine minute match doesn't need to be too crazy. Yeah. Uh, but this one's gonna be crazy. Probably it's gonna be anarchy in the arena. You got the Jericho Appreciation Society, all five members taking on Eddie Kingston, Santana, and Ortiz, Brian Danielson, John Moxley. So don't know what to expect, but yeah, lots of weapons, maybe some backstage, maybe some pre-tape. We don't know, but I feel like it'll finish in the ring or on the stage or somewhere around there. Yeah, um, definitely in front of the crowd if there's any sort of pre-tape. Still kind of bummed out that our first, uh, this is the first time that, you know, I mean, well, I guess we had Revolution. Uh, was really kind of the forming of the Blackpool Combat Club, but the first time that the the BCC is labeled is in this kind of a uh, thing, um, where they are in fact like this the third ranked tag team qu- uh, contenders or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of weird that they're being lumped in with this Jericho thing. They never exactly. Really any... Yeah, they didn't have a reason to be there anyways. They just kind of, you know, especially Brian Danielson. Uh, John, yeah, Brian John, Moxley's like, okay, Eddie's my buddy. Moxley, so. <laughs> Kingston, but Danielson, you think, you th- like, Regal, you know, exactly, yeah. So may, um, at you least... Regal be like, I don't want you anywhere near these sports entertainers but wrestlers. Yeah, let's, exactly. Let's get the baby faces the win, and then I want Danielson and Moxley to move uh, over yeah, to something else. getting for the titles. Exactly. You know, they be the ones to take Exactly. Off. Brian Danielson kind of cooled off almost a little bit since... Yeah, uh, after those 60-minute classic. Honestly, uh, you know... Two of the best matches of the year, back-to-back. Uh, yeah, two, yeah. Yeah. Hey, 
two of the best free television matches that you'll ever yeah. see. Yeah, awesome stuff. Uh, then you got MJF taking on Wardlow, where if Wardlow wins, he's officially granted his release from. Okay, I forget who won that Revolution match: MJF or CM Punk. CM Punk because Wardlow handed him the diamond ring. Ooh, so can MJF take two L's in a row? Uh, I mean, uh, well, well, otherwise, what happens to Wardlow? You can't be stuck in this limbo forever. We can write him a new story. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he belongs to MJF. If he doesn't, if he loses, MJF still owns him. Yeah, I don't know if MJF can take two losses in a row. I don't know. That's a big deal. He did lose twice to what's his name? Yeah, Cody. No, Sean Dean. Remember that guy? Oh, that guy. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're <laughs> right there. He's got the one okay. up on the, the pinnacle. Okay, the yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay. But who knows? I don't know. As much as MJF shouldn't lose two in a row, I mean, Wardlow, this is his, he shouldn't lose this big mm-hmm. match here. Not at all. So who knows? Uh, then we got the Women's Owen Hart Foundation Tournament Final. Dr. Britt Baker. Well, I guess this is a spoiler. Takes on Ruby Soho. <laughs> For the uh, oh geez, I guess is that right now? Well, rampage is over, isn't now? Well, there so, we go. Sorry, that's unfortunate. I wanted it to be Statlander, uh, but I also because I feel like Ruby doesn't stand much of a chance against Baker. But maybe they shock the world and Ruby wins. And does the winner of this tournament get a title shot, or are they just like maybe um, there's a trophy associated? We think. Rumor has it they have special belts made, <laughs> like a fun. pink and a black belt. For the heart, colors. yeah, that'd be fun. But maybe just like a commemorative, like you, you don't, you don't carry it <laughs> you, around. Yeah, it's like the greatest Royal Rumble. It's like the greatest Royal Rumble championship. But, yeah, yeah. Who knows? I don't know. I'm, yeah, I'm a little disappointed in those finals. But hey, maybe the match will steal the show. Yeah, why not? Uh, then on the men's side, we got Samoa Joe taking on Adam Cole. This is another one that could steal the show. I mean, this could be a damn good match, and. Uh, I don't know. I want to give it to Samoa Joe. Yeah, I hope I hope this one's a banger because I it could be. We all could. know it could be. So let's just uh, this could also be the one. You know, this could also be the give them time type of match. Yeah. You know, we're looking Slate at in the fourth quarter. It's tied up. In the <laughs> Tony's like, we need we need ten more minutes, guys. We need ten more minutes, guys. Give on. And they're like, oh, okay, we'll slug it out for another ten minutes. You know, as the Celtics take it to double OT. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like the worst thing that could happen would be Baker and Cole both winning. I feel like that'd be too. Oh, much. okay, yeah, too much. Uh, too much for one night. Yeah. If one wins and the other one does, then I'm okay with that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but either way, yeah, this could be a great, great match. Uh, also, the small stip Lethal and his boys are barred from ringside. Okay. So none of that giant bullshit. Right. Uh, got triple threat. Tag title match, Jurassic Express, Ricky Starks and Hobbs versus Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. Um, I'd say it probably stays on Jurassic Express, but... Yeah, stay, or give it to fucking Keith Lee and Swerve. I mean, you could, Why the yeah, hell Swerve's, been kind of, Swerve's been heating up, and I mean... Yeah, Jurassic Express, like we said, I mean, once they won the titles, they haven't really done a whole lot. Exactly. They cooled off immediately after winning. Yeah. FTRs felt like the biggest team on the brand. Well, and that's what it is, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Then you got Kyle O'Reilly taking on Darby Allin. I didn't even know this was a thing, but like we said, we haven't seen Rampage yet. We're just reading the card in front of us. So, I don't know. O'Reilly, Darby. Darby Allin's on a lot of shows. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, 
So that's a thing. Uh, we also got the mixed tag match: Sammy Guevara, Frankie Kazarian, Ty Conti taking on Sky Page and or Ethan Page and Paige Van Zant, making maybe her AEW debut. Yeah, sure. yeah, she signed a couple months back, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, no match. First match, I think. Okay. Maybe. So that's something to look forward to. Uh, and then we got the women's championship: Thunder Rosa defending against Serena Deeb. Should be a good match. Rosa retains, I'm assuming. Yeah, Rosa should retain this one. I don't see why not. Yeah, and then the main event of the evening, Hangman Adam Page defending his title against CM Punk. And, you know, Punk was acting all calm and cool in his promo, but maybe that was just a cover. He's going to pull out the big heat and turn heels to win his title here. That's what I'm thinking, maybe. You're thinking you're thinking CM Punk's going to turn heel and win the championship. Yeah. Because I feel like after all this build, or I mean, or maybe Hangman cheats to win. I feel like Hangman winning clean would not be the way to go. No. Yeah. It's Hangman turning heel or CM Punk wins. Yeah. I think those are our two options right now. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to want to hope. I'm going to give it CM Punk. Yeah, I could definitely it's see. August 20th. 2021. That's when he returned. That's when he returned. And, yeah. Uh, it's yeah. Jess's birthday. I'll never forget the day. <laughs> yeah, I'll never forget to... returning home from a nice birthday dinner and me <laughs> saying, okay, I need to go. I need to watch this right now because I think if if the rumors are true. Yeah, this is one of the biggest moments. This of is one of the moments. <laughs> <laughs> and it was. And, and uh, it wasn't. A, and, a, and delivered. But what I'm saying is we're coming up at uh, almost, you know, we're coming up at eight months. Yeah. Nine months of CM Punk being here. Um, he has a lot to show for it, but this is what he needs to show for it. This is what he came for. Uh, He's not getting any younger. He's not getting you. Know, I mean, uh, Adam sure. Hangman Page <laughs> has many years of being he does. great, and uh, I'm, uh, Punk still has a few years left. But uh, yeah, I could definitely see them pulling the trigger here, and you know, if All Out's going to be back in Chicago, he's defending the title for the or Toronto and, or Toronto. CM Punk versus Brian Danielson. If it's in Montreal, we'll go. We don't care. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we'll go to Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> but. Either way, yeah, that's what it comes down to. Uh, I guess we're both picking Punk to walk away with the title. I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it. That's the entire Double or Nothing uh, rundown, and that's the entire show. Let's give you one more thing, though. How about a Wrestler of the Week? It's the Wrestler of the Week of the Week. Wrestler of the Week of the Week of the Week. Wrestler of the Week of the Week. How about it? I'll start it off here. Um, I'm giving mine. Um, you know, he lost his championship this week, uh, but the run that he's been on um, and the promo that followed, Riddle. We're talking Matt Riddle. Yep. What an incredible tag run. Um, the series of matches that he's you know, just the last, honestly, like post just mania to now, pretty much his entire main roster run has been very well. Kinda booked. has been very well booked, you know, from U.S. champion to tag team champion, a great run with Randy Orton, and now yeah, uh, like he's never jobbed out for any like, really ever. Like even Damian Priest after his long run. Had took a, a, had a, had, took a dip, right? Yeah. You know, but Matt Riddle has been the super consistent thing, and now it looks like we're seeing him on a singles run. Hopefully, yeah. fingers crossed. Hopefully, he deserves a world title push. Yeah, at least agreed. A shot, at least a shot. 
Agreed. Uh, I'm going to give it to someone underutilized lately, but loved that we saw her this week. Had a great match. Chris Statlander. Hmm. Would have liked to see her make it to the finals, but whatever. Hopefully, we'll just see more of her from now on. Well, yeah. New, well, new gimmick, Chris Statlander. I think we're in a better <laughs> position. Yeah. Now we're renaming finishers. We're not doing silly boops. Uh, she's figuring out. Still has a tiny bit of the face paint, but oh, you know, know. face paint's okay. Yeah. <laughs> face paint's okay. No problem with face <laughs> of paint. Course, of course. Uh, that's all the time we have for the show, folks. Thanks for listening. The show's everywhere. Rate, view, like, and subscribe. Um, next week, I guess we'll have our Double or Nothing Fallout. Is it also is it a Double or Nothing Fallout slash Hell in the Cell preview? I think yeah. it is. And in your house, if you wouldn't throw that in there. If de- yeah, in your house, of course. So next week's going to be a busy show, so you're going to want to stick around. Or you're going to want to come back. At least for next week. Thanks for listening, folks. Oh, baby. Shoot.